This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast, Show 30. Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary. Every day, it's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life and Money Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. There are four areas in life where we need to find peace. And when we find the peace in these four areas, our lives become very meaningful and fulfilling. The meaning and fulfillment comes within the peace. The peace and the fulfillment come together. And it's it's a peace that's irrespective of the circumstances around you. It's a peace that we need to find internally. It's a peace that makes a difference. So we hear a lot about financial peace. I know Dave Ramsey has Financial Peace University. Peace is such a powerful term. And so there are four areas in life where I want to invite you to discover peace. And this is a journey for all four of these. And to me, all four of these, when they converge together, makes for a life that I, is, I wake up and I just thoroughly enjoy it every day. And so the four areas where I want to encourage you to find peace, peace with God, peace with your spouse, peace with your money and peace with yourself. Now, before you hang up the phone, I know not everybody out there has the same theology that I do, the same views on God that I do. I get that. I get that we live in a very diverse society and just bringing up God may make some of you cringe. I get that. I see it often. Oh, he brought up God. But listen. Every person must wrestle in their own soul with who is God and why am I alive? Does God exist? What's my purpose in life, meaning in life? All of those questions there that are spiritual, they all tune into the nature of God, the nature of man, why we're alive, all of that. And we've got to find a place in life where we are at peace with our decision about God. Now, listen, being at peace with your decision about God does not mean like if you're an atheist, I'm, I'm a hardcore atheist. I'm a hardcore Christian. That's not what I'm getting at. We need to find peace with our maker. And so the way I look at it is like this. This is Jerry St. Pierre now. I believe that God made us and he made us for him. And so we can know him and experience him. That's a personal core belief that I have. And I hold to it dearly. It's been pivotal for my entire uh, teenage and adult life. And so I have found my way at peace with God. So my relationship to God, my beliefs about God, I'm at peace, even though they're being refined over time. I'm maturing and understanding. I'm not done growing in that journey, but I'm at peace in my heart where I am spiritually in my relationship to my maker. You see what I mean by peace with God? And every person has to kind of answer those deep questions in life. The who am I? Why am I alive? What happens when I die? Questions. And each of those questions, by essence, involve the conversation of where does God fit into all of this? Whether you're an atheist, agnostic, Christian, Buddhist, it, we, God is in that conversation. We, it, he has to be because it's 
whether you affirm God or not, the conversation must include God. If not, we're leaving out a significant part of every person's worldview, which is our theology or our core beliefs about the nature of God. And so I don't want to deep dive into it. I am a chaplain. I can teach theology all day. I teach worldview formations for the Air Force. It's stuff that I do for fun. Uh, maybe I'll do some shows on it. Uh, maybe you find it very interesting. We all have that. But every person is in a journey of worldview formation. In that worldview formation is the conversation about God. And we have to be at peace with where we are with our relationship with God. And I would contend the best peace to have, uh, best peace to have from my personal worldview is to be at peace with God through a relationship with God made possible through Christ. And so that's where I'm at on that. But to be at peace with God is so pivotal because it allows me to wake up every day and not have the burden of, of my own uh, sinfulness and brokenness and so forth. And it, it just goes real deep. So I don't want to spend too much time on it because I could spend the whole show, the whole, the whole Life and Money Coach podcast, every episode could dive into that. So, but for surveying the, 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 the land, peace with God is important. The second aspect where I believe we need peace is with our spouse or with being single. You ever met someone who's single and they can't take it, so they have to be with somebody? You know what I'm talking about? You met him. You might be that person. Sorry, I'm not picking on you. But, you know, we all go there, especially when we're younger and immature. You know, no offense to everybody who's young and immature. We all go through the phases of growing up. But if we're not okay being alone and being single, and we're not at peace with being single, I doubt we're ready to be in a relationship with someone else. Well, we don't even like being with ourselves. We have to distract ourselves from ourselves with somebody else. You see what I'm saying? And so I think there's a, we become much more healthier to be in a relationship with someone else when we're at peace being single. So something to think about there. And so that, being at peace with being single really does qualify us to have healthier relationships when we do get into a relationship with someone else. And so, but then there's the being at peace with your spouse. That's a whole nother can of worms. I mean, look at all the divorce and the fighting and the strife and, you know, drama that's in relationships. To be at peace with your spouse is so important. And let me tell you about just a little bit about my relationship with my, with my wife. I met my wife because I was at peace being with her, not for what she did for me, not for what, you know, that we were, quote, on the same journey of life. We had, quote, good communication. I was at peace in my relationship with her. My soul was at rest. There's a scripture that says that for a good woman, a great wife, that the man's heart can safely trust in her. I safely trust in her. I'm at peace with her. I don't worry about her cheating on me, doing silly, obnoxious things, bringing drama into our family. That's not who I married. And so I, I can be at peace with her and she can be at peace with me, even in my brokenness, even in my needing to mature and grow up. We were at peace in our marriage. And what we've learned to do is we've learned to protect. If, if there's like a circle, put us in the circle. And we've learned to keep everybody and everything else out. The in-laws stay out. Drama from other people stay out. God help us. Other women and other men stay out. We keep people out of our circle. The only one we allow in our circle is God. So it's me, my wife, and God. Okay. And we protect that relationship at all costs. 
And, and, and another thing is we have a chemistry that's natural. It's like sodium and chloride. Sodium and chloride will naturally bond. It's just the way it works. The valence electrons, if you'll study, go, go look up valence electrons. And anyways, there's enough for the two to have a completed, you know, outer valence shell because they join together. They ba it's the you complete me thing. Okay. Finding a good spouse is a lot like sodium and chloride. There should be a natural completion that happens and you don't have to work to make it happen. You see what I'm saying? I don't have to work to be in a relationship with my wife. I mean, if you have to like work to make the relationship work, good luck when life starts to happen and you also have to work to deal with life. So my wife and I, because we don't really have to work to make our relationship work. Now, sometimes we have to put in, because I'm, I'm working through things in my life and hers, it takes work. I get it. But I'm talking working just to be together. You ever, let me put it this way. You ever, you ever been around somebody? It just exhausts you to be around them. You know what I'm talking about? Do not marry that kind of person. Just all I got to say. It's too much work just to be together. You see what I mean? So we want to save that energy for things to actually improve the relationship or to fight off things that are outside of the circle. And so a natural connection, a natural chemistry, and then a natural peace in the dynamic is critical because, because I'm at peace with my wife, because we are at peace with each other, we can turn around and deal with all the, the chaos of life together as a united front. Throw in kids, you really got to be united now because we got three. We're outnumbered. And so we are like this united front that we keep even our kids out of that circle. We love them. We tell them you're close to the circle. We want you real close because we love you so much. But one day when you get married, you need your own circle. And mommy and daddy can't get inside of it. We don't want to be inside of it. And if we start to try to get inside of it, you and your wife needs to say, get out of our circle. This is our circle. We will make it work. Now, if we get invited in, or if we invite a counselor in, therapist, you know, that's, you know, because we're doing work inside the circle, that's one thing. But all the influencers, especially things that aren't healthy, keep it out of the circle. If it doesn't build trust, if it doesn't build respect, it doesn't go in the circle. Get it out. Okay. So that's peace with spouse. I've learned the beauty of being at peace with my wife. And she being at peace with me just to hold her hand. I can feel that energy just flowing between us. It's like, it's just like a beautiful thing between me and my wife. So I'm at peace with my marriage. I was at peace with being single. Even though I wanted to be married, I was okay not being married until I had the right one for me. So peace with God, peace with your spouse. Now, peace with money. This is an interesting one because I want more. I want to increase wealth. So how can I be at peace? with my money when I want more. I want to build more. I'm not done building and acquiring assets yet. Here's the thing. I'm at peace where we are today. I'm content where we are today. Just like I was content 15 years ago, 10 years ago, back when I was in college and my wife was doing dishes in the bathtub, living in a college dorm, dorm area. We didn't have a kitchen, so we had to make do with what we got. We were at peace then too. And we were contented. We were, here's how I look at it. My job is to be faithful with what I have so that it grows and be content whether it grows or not. So I am at peace whether I have a lot or have a little. I'm content whether I have much or have very little. 
because my, my peace is, is, is a condition of my heart. Some people can have a lot of money and still not be at peace with their money. They wake up stressing and fretting all over the place. It's not fun. They're selfish. They're stingy. They'll use you to get where they want to be. They'll climb that corporate ladder on your back so that they can get that promotion and get that whatever. To be at peace with your money is to be at peace with yourself in relationship to the stuff that you have, to the value of the stuff that you have. I'm at peace. One day when I'm dead, ain't nothing that I have going to go with me. I value my marriage more than I do our money. I would gladly sell everything that I have to take care of my wife's health so she could stay with me longer. You see what I mean? There's a lot more important than money. And so to be at peace with money means I'm at peace with my relationship to stuff. I'm contented. I don't need more. I'm okay with less. But what I'm doing is being faithful with by putting principle into places with money so that my money's growing. So I do want more. I do want to see it grow. I'm being faithful. But whether I have a lot or have a little, my soul's still at peace. You see what I mean? I'm at peace with my money. And the last one, this one's probably just as hard as being at peace with God, is being at peace with yourself. There's a lot of folks that are not at peace with themselves. There's regret, there's shame, there's guilt. There's constant behavior that reinforces it. The addictions, the the terrible relationships. We look at ourselves sometimes and we just so mean to ourselves. We treat our bodies with disrespect. We abuse substances. Smoking's not good for us. Uh, excessive alcohol is not good for us. Drugs aren't good for us. Eating excessively is not good for us. We don't, and, and if, listen, if I'm meddling, I get it. And, and I love you. I'm not being mean, but you know, I'm right. It's not good for us. And sometimes we don't take care of our bodies because we don't take care of ourselves, the, the soul of who we are. But when we can become at peace with who we are, it changes how we treat ourselves. I'm kind now to myself. I'm nice to me. I love me. I remember, I'll share this. There were three moments where I realized I started to be nice to myself. The first was when I went out and bought my first pair of nice pants. I must've been 35 or 36 years old. And I spent like $90 on a pair of pants. As a matter of fact, I bought three pairs of pants. I'll never forget that day. I went to Buckle, my favorite store in Massachusetts, found three nice pair of jeans that fit me well, spent hours in there picking them out. And I came home and I told my wife, I said, I can't believe I just spent this much money on pants. And I said, but you know what? I deserve it. I've earned these pants. And it's okay to be nice to me. The second time was when I bought a Toyota Solara. I've always loved Solaras. I've always wanted a convertible. We grew up poor, no car. It was a rough, 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 rough life. I tell you what. So to buy a nice car meant a lot to me. And I I searched all over the East Coast. I found one in Connecticut, went and got it. And I was just so proud, so thankful. I said, it's okay to be nice to me. But the capstone was when I got braces. I My teeth were very crooked. And I remember when I was like seven, eight years old, I would bite into a styrofoam cup and look at the impression, you know. I'd bite into an apple just enough to get an impression and look at it. I used to sit in school and grab my teeth with my my fingers and try and turn them. I always hated my smile. And I remember I spent like five grand to get them fixed. And I said, I'm doing this for me. It's okay to love me and do something for me. And it's okay to love yourself and to do something for yourself. 
It might be that you need to go, don't be offended by this, but you need to go to therapy and start opening up a lot of pain in your life. That's one way to love yourself. It's going to hurt, but it's just love. It might be you need to forgive yourself. It might be you need to make right relationships. There's so much that goes into being at peace with yourself, but to get there, to become at peace is so free. One of the ways that I measure from my peace with myself is I say, I kind of envision myself, this is going to sound morbid, but I do it. It's going to be, you know, I think it's weird, but I do. I envision my casket. I envision my gravesite. When the striving has ceased, will what I'm doing right now matter? And if, if the answer is yes, then I put my efforts into that. If I say no, then I don't put much effort into it. And will I be okay with what I'm doing? So for me, it's, am I loving God well? Am I loving my family? Am I loving the world? Why do you think I have a podcast? It's my way of loving you. Just giving away what I've got to be at peace. This gives me peace. It gives me joy. I'm at peace with myself. It's a great place to be. So, so these are the areas where I want to encourage you to find peace in life. If you're going to live a life that you love, you got to be at peace in these four areas. If you're not at peace, whether you realize it or not, there's fear at work. There's all kinds of things that work inside of you and it's driving you in circles. It's driving you away from where you need to be. Go find peace with your God, your spouse, or your singleness, your money, and yourself, and find yourself at peace all over the place. It's a beautiful place to be. Until next time, this is Financial Independence and the life that you love. It's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Take care. Loved this episode of the Life and Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you.